Yo, 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 you have just tuned in to Liquor Logic with your boy Suave Stan. And the boy Keys Keys is in the building. Yo, you already know, we are here with two beautiful, lovely ladies, mm -hmm. Sam and Becca. Man, this is amazing how we were just able to get all this together. Mm -hmm. yeah. You guys came out here. We truly appreciate having you ladies as guests. Um, we're going to dive into some great topic. We're talking about relationships. But before we get into that, Sam, please let the people know about yourself. Um, about myself, I'm 25. Um, I'm a grad student, so I'm not on any BS, and uh -oh. I don't have time for that. Uh -oh. um, talk talk. And I'm really, like, happy to be here with you guys. Like, I think it's going to be a great topic that you guys will enjoy, and everybody has great insight. So I'm ready to get into it. Got my Patron. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, we got to have that. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. See, he's about to start kicking in early. <laughs> uh huh. Wasting no time. Uh, Becca, what about you? I'm 21. I'm from PA. And I'm just here to support Liquor Logic Podcast. That's all. That's right. The number one podcast in the world, baby. You already heard it. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, Keys, Keys, my up, boy. Holla at me. Let's, let's, let's get into it. We're talking about relationships today. Yeah. So, I just want to hear. From everybody, what do you define a relationship as? My definition of a relationship would be two souls coming together um, where you could be yourself, you know, without any judgment being casted on you, bringing out your insecurities amongst them, telling them, you know, your flaws, you tell them things you love to do, little even weird things you do that you wouldn't do around most people, but you could bring that out around them because you feel comfortable with them, you know. Um, and you just be yourself and you either, you know, really either like them a lot or get to the level of loving them a lot and you just become one. That's solid. That's solid. Yeah. solid. Might as well just go around. You right. <laughs> I would say two people that have love for each other and they are committed to each other and only each other. Mm, yes. If you're not committed or ready for commitment, relationships not for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got okay. And I think <laughs> that a it all starts with a friendship. You have to be mm -hmm. friends to be in a relationship or it's not going to work. Okay. That's true. Huh. That's that's interesting though cuz I I know in, for some people though, they kind of build it as they go. Yeah. You know what I mean? They finally get into a relationship first and then they're like, "Oh yeah." We pretty, we pretty. You actually a cool person. But you know, you, got, you gotta look good. But no, actually, you gotta be cool too. I, I, I can vibe with you. You can be a friend. But um, I, I definitely agree with that. What about you? I mean, I agree with what both you guys said. But then also, like, there's people who um, I want to say the word is polygamy. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. they're or they have an open relationship, you right. know. And like, yeah, yeah. I think that's okay too if that's what. Uh, multiple people are looking for like I think that could also potentially be like a solid type of relationship right that's not for me that's not what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I prefer one person that's who my focus is gonna be okay. on except you know if like um, you know you go out and you start dating that's yeah. perfectly fine you're gonna be right. dating multiple people right but then for me if I am in a relationship I want it to be with just one person and then they're also focused just on me. Right. Because right, then right. if not, I feel like it's not going to be as strong. Like there's going to be something lacking yeah. always. So 
I, um, I feel like that's a significant part of a relationship too, like your attention. Mm-hmm. Right. Solid, solid. How about you, brother, man? What's the relationship to you, my guy? <laughs> you know, you know me, man. Uh, relationship, really, first and foremost, I truly believe like energies coming together. Okay. You know what I mean? And um, relationships can vary. You can have mm-hmm. relationship between family, friends, you know, and then obviously um, a personal relationship with your significant other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly, I do believe that, you know, you kind of got to start off as friends. Me personally. Yeah. I don't know too much about the polygamy aspect, but you got to know yourself, and that actually has to be addressed between the two parties. Yes. Of and course. if you keep somebody in the blind, it's going. It's going down. Yeah. It's not going. It's not going to work yeah. out. It won't take long either. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Find out. Yup. <laughs> yup. We go. We gonna dive into them kind of situations. Oh, we, know we, are. <laughs> we gonna we dive we into are. that though. But um, shoot. Then I would say next we just gonna talk about like what do you look for in a partner. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of know what our relationship. Question, is. Right? Yeah. 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 We kind of could like break it down. I'll start looking okay. for your social security. Let's back up. Um, first, like I would want that person to be honest, like a hundred percent, because I've been in, um, like, I have dated people who have lied and tried to convince me that what they said was super true, yeah. gaslighting, um, and that's like that's something that's really hard for me, and it would be hard to build trust after like. A dishonesty you know yeah, yeah. so I would look for someone who's honest um, someone who is direct like not mm. gonna beat around the bush mm. or and not even just playing games but direct and like if they're giving you advice or if you know they're they're trying to help you like with something like yeah. just say what you gotta say yeah. you know because then also if you're not direct some messages can get misconstrued and it can be confusing and it's just a struggle to get back on the right track um also they got to be fine like Mm. i I don't think anybody here lacks in that (laughs) so that's like i would say those are like things that i look for but also somebody who like is gonna value me as a person and everything i bring because nobody's perfect right? right so like there's some things that I could work on, but also some things that um, are not easy, like to hear or to handle mm-hmm. about my personal experiences. So if I can mm-hmm. talk to somebody and they're able to, like, be my partner, like through and through, then that's it. That's what I'm looking for. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you found your person. Absolutely. At least me. Yeah, in that kind of sense, like everybody want to be understood. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah, except me for all the. All the craziness. Yeah. yeah. You know, can you accept Suave staying crazy ass? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know? <laughs> you handle me always winking and whatnot. You know, keeps, keeps me coming Stay out sometimes. Winking. You know. You <laughs> but, uh, you know, I can be a little friendly sometimes. But um, what I look for in a relationship is, number one, priority. Like, mm. Treat me the way I'm going to treat you. Like, if you're my girl, top of the line, you come in first. Mm-hmm. I just ask for that in return. I'm going to give you my full out effort. It shouldn't be 50-50. It shouldn't be 75-25. I feel it should be 100-100. Yeah. You know, equally. And I think a lot of people, they lose sight of that. And they don't, they're not very clear with that from the jump. Mm-hmm. And they don't stay consistent with it either, I feel. Um, loyalty, definitely that's a big thing right there. If you can't be committed to one person, then don't even be in a relationship straight up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
And it's going to be time you get tested because people love testing when you're taking, when you got something on your head. Because <laughs> when you're single, ain't nobody even checking for you. You're like, oh, I'm good off of him. I'm good off of him. When they see you in a happy yeah, relationship. Yeah, let me mess that <laughs> they up. They want to be all in like, your damn, damn, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I get in trouble. I ain't even do nothing. Yeah, so, Keys. I'm like, I ain't even do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to come out of me. Yeah, like, you're, just, but you're, hold you're a little I'm friendly, though. I'm going to pull out a pen. You're a little friendly. All right. I am a little boy. I, I, I am, so. but I don't disrespect my baby. I never go there though. Um, oh, and then um, my other thing is just just be yourself. Oh, and one other thing I do one. like too uh, that I look for in a, in a partner is that um, I need comprehension, hmm. not just communicating and listening. If you're communicating. That doesn't mean that you're actually hearing me and understand where I'm coming mm-hmm. from on certain aspects of things. And that's where arguments start to come in because you're trying to overtalk me on your views on stuff. I may try to talk over you on some things mm-hmm. on how you view things. But if you actually sit there and really take in what I'm telling you instead of just jumping a gun and because you don't agree with what I say in the beginning, mm-hmm. we're never going to get anywhere. Yeah. So I think comprehension is a big thing too. Mm-hmm. That plays a part. Mm-hmm. So, I feel we all can work on, including myself. I could be better with that too. So. What am I looking for? Yeah, what's your what's your uh, Prince Charming? <laughs> Who are you looking? <laughs> um, gotta be chocolate. <laughs> gotta, gotta be, be chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be. Um, so I grew up in a household with two God-fearing parents. My dad's a pastor. Okay. So I got to see like a relationship with God at the center of it. Mm-hmm. Growing up, my parents are gonna be married almost forty years. Yes. So it's like I want I want that. That's what I want. I want a relationship with God at the center. I want a man of God. That's what I want. That's number one. Mm. Has to be a man of God. Two, I would say somebody that's just a go-getter because that's what I am. I want. I, I, I go after whatever I want. And, yeah, I would just say somebody that's loyal, somebody that I can be transparent with, somebody that's not going to judge me, um, somebody that, like, I want to marry my best friend. That's who I want to marry. That's solid. That's solid. Yo, Becky, you about to get wiped out for real. (laughs) For real. That's crazy, man. That is, yeah, that done. That was heavy. Yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of ladies' favorite part. Everybody, like, yeah, 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 go yeah, girl, you better find you one. She's like, yes, like, Where my best friend at? Okay, talk to him. Oh my Shoot. goodness. So then, so then we already know who you're looking for and what they got to do for you. Where they got to take you? Ideal date. Yeah. Let's see. Nice little dinner. All right. I guess it's kind of typical, but dinner where I could kind of like hear where you coming from. Yeah. Ideal date. And first things I'm a peep is how you put yourself together. Right. You know what I mean? Because that kind of stands out to me. Um, like if you if you just out here and you don't really care much about your, you know, and looks aren't everything. But let me see if you kind of could clean up. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. because at the end of the day, my girl is bad. I'm not gonna hold That's you. Facts. You know what I'm saying? My girl is bad. So like, ain't no frogs out here, man. Hey, bro, we're not doing that. It it is what it is. But you know, inner beauty, and then also outside, and then she gonna that shows that she loves herself on the outside too. Yeah. In my opinion, from what I'm perceiving. Um, but yeah, just like little dinner, sit down, talk, you know, and then we just get to kind of find out where where we stand. You know, I like that. Um, for me. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind going on a dinner date first. That could happen if she's cool with that. But I like to switch it up. I'll actually kind of do something where I'm, like, we're on the same page, where we have to really, like, be vocal with each other. So, like, maybe go on, like, a hike. 
So you like the woods now. He talking about hype. Hold up. Hold up, America. He don't even like going out in the woods like that. I, we just we just went whitewater rafting like two weeks ago for the first time. And now he said, well, go on a hike. I love it. I love it. But no, I like that now that we get to be one with nature. Um, you get to really talk with me. Because if we're in a movie theater setting, right, how are we going to really get to talk? True. We're just sitting there watching movies. We're never right. going to know each other while in the movie theater. It's too loud. How am I going to get to know you? I actually went on a date to the movie theaters. I it was terrible. Too. He talked the entire time. During the movie? What? Yes. People were like, shh. shh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was crazy. like, oh my God. Like, this was a, this was a horrible decision. Ooh, no, that's crazy. All right, back um, to you, though. What else do you like? <laughs> you know what else I like, too? I do like... Go for a sip and paint. That'd be cool too. Mm-hmm. As a first date, because you're sitting right next to your partner. I got to experience it once. It's really cool. Um, and you pretty much just freestyling with you know with the paint and drawing. At the same time, you can talk and converse and amongst not just with your partner, but also with people that are across from you. And people are very friendly there too, and inviting. Mm-hmm. And even the the main artist that's there, mm-hmm. he or she will talk with you guys too, and she'll help lighten the mood too for you guys. They'll play some soft music, you know, if they have to, to set the you know set the tone right. Um, you can bring any type of wine you like too, so that helps you know. Make the jitters calm down a bit, you know, get nice. I know Becca likes the sweet one, her red one, so, you know, that. Um, but, yeah, that, that would be my ideal first date, you know. But you're very vocal. And I get to know your, you know, what you like, what you don't like. Get to know your flaws a little bit, your insecurities, what you look for in a guy, what you look for in me. Uh, I need to know if I can make you wife and bring you home to Mama Dukes. You know? <laughs> I need to know. Do you want to know that, like, on a first date? <laughs> hey, why not? I'm not, I'm not opposed to okay. it. That, I see what you're saying. That yeah. might take a few more than just a oh, first yeah, date. Yeah, though. of course, it's gonna take more than that. But you know, I want you to be, I want you to be open and loose. Like, I want you to feel comfortable around me. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Now, what if somebody can't though? Like, what if, like, there's some people who are like, what, introverted, right? So yeah, it might yeah. take a little bit to kind of crack that yeah, shell, yeah. right? Go in the first few days, like maybe three. By the third, after one, third, hey, you really know. Three, it's like, yeah, three strikes, know. you out. Yeah, That's it. Type of thing. Like, I'm gonna know. Like, either you know, this gonna go somewhere. I struck out. We got it. Okay. Okay. Type of thing. That's just how I feel. I don't know about first, but like an ideal date for me mm-hmm. would be because I'm a homebody. So like <laughs> we can just cook together, cook a meal together. Oh, true. I like that. Watch a movie and sip some wine. I'm good with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you not you not. <laughs> not asking for a lot. I'm not, not asking I'm for a lot. Not. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Now, do you want shrimp Alfredo on the first date, though, or you want, like, an actual real, real meal? Because people be trying to play Alfredo like it's not a meal. Listen, shrimp Alfredo is bust, <laughs> yeah, so... I think it's fire, too. Okay. You cool. get ramen noodles out of me. I don't be cooking. So... That's the fun part. Like, if y'all really can't cook, that's, like, a fun experience with like each that. other. Like, cook with each other. That's like fun. That's a vibe. Okay. I love that. Um, so for me, I was joking earlier, like, I, I said, like, I want to get flued out. Yes, I do. But, like, yes, I do. Like, I do. But, like, ideally, I think for me is where I'm one-on-one with someone and, like, I'm very private. Um, so I, I would like something where we could, like, do, like, a picnic in the park. Like, you know, kind of secluded. Um, and you can, like, sit and talk. Like, my favorite thing is to eat. So I want that to be in there. But I think, like... I don't know. You can, like, get dressed up, look cute, but also, like, you'll have time, like you were saying, Marquise, to really, like, get to know the other person. So I want to get to talk to you and see what you're about. Um, And hopefully it goes smoothly. If not, then I don't have to date them again, you know? Right. Check out the deuces. (laughs) 
<laughs> Gotta let them go. Gotta let them go. Chuck it up. That's no, it. We not doing it. Breezy said it best. When's the right time to do that then? Like, you know, cut off. Because let's not, let's not act like, you know, people don't got a full yeah, roster. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, come you on know. Now. Before, come on now. Now uh, the liquor logic. Okay. You know, you, know, you be logic. having. Hold on, I'm going to need some. Come on. <laughs> come on All right, don't, don't mind if I do. Because you know. Pull you up a little bit. Because let's be real. You know oh, y'all be having man. tryouts. So let's not try to, you know, discredit that. But you have to, though. You know, you know, we got but, tryouts and got guys that make the roster and girls that make the roster and some that don't. Sorry. So, but when it, when would you say is the right time? Like, okay, this, this really to do it. We could really go somewhere that when you, is it a matter of like months? Is it a matter of like certain things that he does for you where you kind of like, okay, you know what? Let me just kick this to the curb and just mm-hmm. focus on this one person. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like. There's some people you could tell that with after the first date. Like, you could go on a date and be like, I really don't like this person. Like, and it might not be that they're a terrible person. Like, they just don't have qualities that you're looking for in a partner. So, I think you can kind of tell that off the first date. Now, if you like them enough, okay, of course, you're going to go on a second date, maybe third date, fourth date. And then you can see where it goes. But I feel like it's kind of hard to, like, put a specific timeline because... You never really know. Like how you were saying, like it might take some people a little while to open up and and hit it off. Mm-hmm. Or you could hit it off right off the bat and then, you know, that, that person could be like your potential like partner for yeah. real. So um, I feel like it's not really a timeline. It's just really if you meet the right person, you know? Yeah, it's like a field thing. people. And right. then you got to narrow <laughs> it down. <laughs> you know, then you got to narrow it down. But like, So you got options is what you're saying. I mean, of course, you do it. Yeah, that's you true. Heard it here first. You, the crazy, the craziest story I ever heard about that—the fact that you said, you know, depends if you find that right person. Mm-hmm. I was talking with an older gentleman while I was at work, yeah. uh, one of a patient of ours, and he told me about like his relationship. Um, he was like, "How long you been with your with your lady?" Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, we, um, you know, we working on three years." And so he's like, "Oh yeah," he said, "Okay, okay." I was like, "What about you?" He's like, "I married my my woman after a week." Knowing her. I said uh, married after married after wow. a week. But he said, you know, and, and now they've been together ever since like Wait, married or like married. They got they, you know, met each other at like a little, you know, uh, social club or whatever. Right. He was telling me and um, he really liked her. She really liked them. You know, back then they didn't really had no technical. So all I could imagine is them just being on the phone okay. every <laughs> single day. And yeah. then just like, nah, I really like you. And the feet kicked up. And then they did it. You know, yeah. Stuff, you know, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and then he was like, you know, he got some, obviously, families are like, yo, you just met this person. Da, 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 da. But just going back to what you said, sometimes you find that right person. Mm-hmm. So, I time. I don't know about a week either. I looked at brother. I said, a week? It's a lot of things that could go, you know, go yeah. left. You find out that they like putting their feet on a table and right. stuff. Like, do you really know that person? You right. can't know yeah. somebody in the week? I don't right. think they so. Like, they, like, picking their nose on the low and then try to you know, rub it on the, on the comforter. Like, nah, I need to know. I need to know. Like, what's up with you? I hear you. Wait, I hear this you. guy, he's still with his He's still like, He's wife? still with it, and they've had uh, wow. about, I think, two, three kids together. Hey, they still together. This. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> kudos to you, my like, Kudos to you. More power to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it might come down, like you said, to the right person. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. I can't do no week, but... I truly do believe that definitely um, time ain't much of a factor when it comes to mm-hmm. finding that right person. Yeah. You know, you might 
be with somebody for like three months and they be the one for you. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the relationship you had before that lasted like five years and you like, yeah. Shit. You know, yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah. no, there's no real set time on it. I feel like, you know, every, mm-hmm. Everybody different. Everybody got different personalities. Mm-hmm. So that's why no one could finally like really pinpoint. All right, at three months, that's the that's right. your missus or that's your mister right there. That's your that's your husband right there. You can't really say Imagine give it that. a time. <laughs> It'd be nice to be that way, but that ain't yeah. life though. I feel I'm, like I'm when you realize person, that you like this right. person and you want to maybe be in a relationship with this person yeah. and yeah. they express the same feelings towards you, I feel like. That's the right time where y'all need to cut yeah, off of whoever's course. on the side. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Damn. But there are some people that still keep things in their back pocket oh, yeah. now. No, not me. <laughs> not me. I'm like, I'm like, She's like, wait, I want a God fearing man, but I got money in my back. I'm like, interesting. Okay, sure. Okay. Oh, not me, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ladies, oh, I got to ask you Hopefully y'all can answer this one. Go ahead. Because I know Stan can attest to this too, being in a relationship. Why is it when a guy is in a relationship, right, women be coming out the woodworks trying to holler at us and just want to just, just test us. Like, they just want to play, they just want to play with devil's fire. Like, why? Mm. But the moment we single, ain't a soul thinking about us. Can y'all answer that? Like, why is that? So why, so why, so why a gentleman's phone be, be quiet when he's single, but yeah. when he finally got his but boot thing, he's doing his it's thing. The same way you know, he's posting his lady. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree, but right now I'm asking y'all why is that the case? I wouldn't know. I, I, I want, I want, I want a woman's perspective on it. Like, why it might be that way. I feel like. Like, does that attract y'all to us more when y'all see someone that's to our hip or no. the way we're whining and dining her or showing her off? Like, y'all think that's very attractive in a man? Is like, you want something like that? That's nice, but I feel like that's very disrespectful, like, yeah. to go after somebody in a relationship. Yeah. Like, and even, like, for me, if I had guys trying to, you know, talk to me and I'm in a relationship, I would just know, like, okay, obviously I cannot take them seriously in the future or, right. you know, whenever, because they just don't even respect my boundary, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. So there are girls who do that and they, like, don't care, but... Yes, they out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they out there, like, there. there are some, but, like... You know, it's for me, if I'm looking at it, I'm like, you know, that's very nice to see. But I feel like if I see somebody is in a relationship, that's automatically like they I'm not interested. Yeah. Like they're right. off limits. Yeah. That's how it should be, right? You know? Yeah. So I can't really speak to the girls that do do that. Like okay. and if and if they there are some that do it unknowingly. Like n- like how can I put this? Like, maybe they might start talking to a guy and the guy is not honest that he's in a relationship or okay. whatever. Or, the you know, I've had this situation, like, guys will make it seem like, no, like, you know, I just, that's just something casual, like, you know, whatever. But full on, like, that's their girlfriend. Wow. So that's, you know, that's not yeah. good either. And you get kind of caught up in a situation like that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you think? I don't know. Like, if you're just trying to be a homewrecker, I don't really mm-hmm. have anything to say to you. <laughs> like, I don't understand why people would even do that. Yeah. Like, I really don't. That's all I have to say about that. I don't know. Mm. Homewrecker. That's what it is. You hate to see it. <laughs> you hate to see <laughs> it. But then I feel like, too, some people might not even care because they're not even trying to be serious. So they're like, That's who cares true, if this, yeah. this person is in a relationship? Like, Right. Clearly, they're not serious. So whatever. So, like, so, I'm trying to be out here. You know. So who gets more blamed then? 
the gentleman who who entertains them or is it the woman who goes after them or vice versa i'm not trying to make this like you know um let's talk about stigmas or like anything like like that both of them would be at fault exactly equally right Right? yeah Yeah. because he's entertaining them and she's trying to break up what they have Mm -hmm. right Mm. if she knows yeah if she knows or or he if they Mm -hmm. know yeah Mm -hmm. i will say i've been in this situation before i'm guilty of it i have no shame in it where and we all can attest it at some point at one point our partners aren't getting us the attention we're looking for mm-hmm. it's just a human instinct in this we all want attention whether you want to admit it or not of course you want attention okay if your if your significant other isn't giving you the attention that you're looking for on a consistent basis and you got to keep asking for it and it's still not giving it to you what are you going to do as a human being you're going to go look for it somewhere else to a degree now everybody has mm. levels to it when they want to do it. We're gonna sip on that one, but I'm at, I can admit to it because I've been there before. Lick a lot, so we gonna sip on that one. Yeah, I'll sip too. But I do, I do but, see what you're saying. But yeah, you know so, what I mean. Um, I've had situations before where um, I had a girl, you know, giving me a, a, a very entertaining conversation, and I and I entertained it when I probably shouldn't have. Thankfully, nothing happened because I, I I would never cheat on. Any girl I ever dated, I would never do it. I, I feel like that's the worst thing to do to a, to your partner. I would never do that. But what is cheating to you? Mm. Cheating to me? Because mm-hmm. there's emotional cheating, physical cheating, like oh, that's deep right there. That's a good question. That's a good question. I feel but like anything. Unpack that one. Please. Anything that you wouldn't do around your girlfriend, then that's cheating. Yeah. Uh, you, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Really? All right. Nah, my fault though. My fault. Really? All right. So let's just be real, right? If I'm walking in the in in the mall and I see somebody look, you know, and okay. I appreciate the way that they look and I turn around, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Am I cheating now? That's, because because if my cheating. girl there, you're not going to do that cuz you already know what's going to happen. Yeah, and yeah. the same thing if a if a gentleman walk by you guys in the mall, you're like, "Oh shoot." Yes. Dude look kind of good. Especially but you you're not going to do that. Too. You're not going to do that if your man is Come on now. You, you know you're not going to do that if, if you're a man then. You know you're not going to do it. So that's not... I don't know. Honestly, I've done maybe, that. Maybe I'm making it too, like, you know, nitpicking maybe me? a little too much. All right, for me, but, for me, I'm going to speak for me. To me, cheating is on a physical level. To me. Like, mm. Even if it's just a kiss, you like, like, like mm-hmm. you're wilding. Um, I feel like that's crossing boundaries because I'm like, that. now mm-hmm. I'm doing something that I'm only doing exclusively with my partner, but now with mm-hmm. someone else. Yeah. And I was like, now it just looks like, like what are you doing here, bro? Like, you tripping. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that's cheating. Kissing or anything past that, for me, at least, is cheating. I'm not saying it's right to go over here and have entertaining combos and texting and stuff like that. You know, right. you might get a nude or two. That ain't okay either. That ain't okay. <laughs> I ain't saying that's okay. That's yeah. not okay. But. <laughs> Hey, man. to put the cut down. He going to start saying, start saying, say, you don't hey, want to say. Hey, this look a logic. We just keeping it honest, man. Keeping it honest. But uh, I don't condone that. But like I said before, though, I've been in a situation before where I entertained a conversation before. It was very flirty because I wasn't really getting that full attention from my former partner, right. you know, in the past years or whatever. So, um, But that wouldn't be considered cheating on your head. To, to me, no. Yes. That's not cheating to me. If you flirt with another girl, you're cheating. Like I said, to me, if my girl did that, right, I'm going to be mad as fish grease. Okay. I'm going to be mad as hell. But I'm not going to call her a cheater for that. I'm not. That, me personally, I'm not. But I'm just going to be like, all right, like now, now my trust for you now may go out the window a little bit to a degree. You got to work back to have me gain that. Mm. But I don't personally consider that cheating. Personally, like I said, this is for me. I'm mm-hmm. talking about me. Yeah. I don't consider that cheating. 
But I know it's not okay either, though. Mm-hmm. And I, I will be first to say, I made it very clear to my partner in the past that I did that, and she was not happy about it. But she still, you know, stayed with me. You know, we worked through it. Now, did her, did her views on me now change slightly? Yeah, it did slightly. Did she probably not trust me as much? Sure, she did it. But I had to work back to that level, or at least close to it, because you're never going to be fully back to that level. So, because it's always going to be in the back of her head that you know, he might be doing something. That's just part of. That's just what comes with it. But I would never go out of my way and outlandishly just, you know, just blatantly go sleep around with somebody else right. while I'm in a relationship. I would never do that. Mm-hmm. But um, but I made it very clear to her, and she had realized too that she wasn't giving me the pro- the proper attention that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And she apologized for that, and she said that she would work on that. So. Right. I feel like if two parties can come to an understanding like that, then okay, man, I'm wild. But um, that's just why I stand with that. So, do you think you could take somebody back who cheated on you? No. And why I say that is because I feel like I'm supposed to be, you know, I'm supposed to be my partner's perfect person, right? right. So, what reason did this person have to go cheat on me without? communicating with me first what it is that they needed me to change to do to like improve and be better because mm. like nobody's perfect and i know i'm not perfect so that would honestly like hurt me right. especially if like i wouldn't go cheat on my partner mm-hmm. and i i'm very vocal about something that's uh well i try to be what uh, i try to be vocal about something that's upsetting me or something mm-hmm. that's bothering me so i feel like there's no way for me to kind of like go back with this person if that trust is gone because then if you're cheating on me like then i'm gonna be thinking okay are you telling me the truth about whatever it is going forward like should i even be honest with you Mm -hmm. or because even you know with cheating there's oftentimes like you bring up something that might seem a little sketchy and then that person your partner will tell you no no it's not like that like that's not true this and that so then you start questioning things and that's not acceptable either you know i i definitely and that kind of goes back to what you were saying like as opposed to when texting or entertaining, yeah. right? Entanglement, <laughs> entertaining uh, other other you know conversations with women. Mm-hmm. Um, did the trust kind of go down with your significant other at so, the time? Yeah, yeah. Um, did you have to build back up to that? Yeah. Um, but when it comes to like you said, a lot of that stuff has like it comes from lack of communication. Yeah. A lot of it that. comes from lack because if we that. only had talked about it. You figure out where I'm coming from, where I'm hurting, what I'm lacking in, then we wouldn't have to go as far as to find it from someone else. Now, I will say, right? too, I'm glad you said that. Now, what I will say in my situation that I had, I came straight forward and told her about mm-hmm. it. You know, I felt bad about it. Like, I didn't do anything with the girl or anything like that, but I just felt bad that I was having right. a, I was entertaining a conversation with somebody who I'm not even... I'm not even on that level with So I'm like This isn't even my partner Why am I doing that So I felt bad about it And I was like I can't keep this from her So I told her And seeing her The look on her face When I told her That that made me feel bad Right You know just alone But I had to be honest With her about it And like you said Her trust went down Obviously with me a little bit To a degree But then she came to realizing That she could have been better too As mm-hmm. far as Really listening And comp- like I said in the beginning Comprehending Of what I was asking for From my partner Which isn't much you know, show me the same attention and affection that I'm trying to show you and give me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And she understood that, and she was like, she would work on that, and we came to an understanding with that. And for a good amount of time, we were good on that. Right. You know. So, okay. 
So next thing I definitely want to address, like, because we're talking about communication, I think one area that truly thrives off of, like, communication is a situation like interracial dating Mm -hmm. and dating someone who may not share the same spiritual or religious practices as you. So, like, what what are your, like, your viewpoints on something like that? Because I feel like a lot of, like, relationships like that could truly go in the wrong direction if mm-hmm. communication isn't key in their sense. So, how do you feel about interracial dating as yeah, a whole? Yeah, I was going to say, because it doesn't even just be on the you level of I mean? religion, st- religious status. Right, like right, that. right. It could just be about as far as what are their viewpoints mm-hmm. on, you know, someone being out- dating outside of your race. Right. Like, what's their comfort level, your family? Mm-hmm. Like, how do they feel about that, bringing them in? Because, obviously, I have different customs, different yeah. traditions that I practice. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there might be different spiritual things that I believe in compared to what you and your family believe in. Right. Right. For, for me, I'll say, in my last relationship, every time we would drive by a church, they were Catholic. Okay. Every time we drive, I'm Christian. Okay. They would drive by a church. They would easily do the, you know, they would do that really quick. Every time I brought past any church or any <laughs> any uh, cemetery, and I'm looking at them crazy as hell. Like, <laughs> just, imagine driving like, and you see that, you're like, what, what the hell? Like, do I need to get out of this car? Like, what's good? You right. say you got bugs in here? <laughs> like, oh, no. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> and they told me, they were like, no, we just do that every time, you know, we come past a church or a cemetery, you know, we just, give, you know, pretty much give thanks and, you know, pray for, you know, for the dead and stuff like that because that's part of their religion. And I never clowned it or shamed it. I, I didn't have an issue with it. But now I'll be quick to tell you, though, like when they did it, I didn't do it right back. Now, granted, mm-hmm. I'm not getting deep into all that, but Christians and Catholics are very similar, mm-hmm. but they slightly do things. And you, I know yep. you can attest to it a lot. They... They do things slightly different than we do. They're mer- they're more to the book with things mm-hmm. than we are. I think um, that you know I am all for interracial dating. I am mm-hmm. for like if you like too. somebody, if and they like you, why not? I don't I don't see race. I don't see color. I'm if I mess with you, then I mess with you. Right? right, right, right. So, but I think that if you are coming from two different cultures, you both need to take that into consideration, yeah. and yeah. you need to respect each other's cultures and you need to bring that into each other's lives if you're going to move on forward past a relationship you plan to get married you need to take into consideration that you're going to have kids if you want to Mm -hmm. and you need to think about your kids like how are we going to raise these these kids right that right there is major i used to have talks about that where i'm like all right because there's certain ways that we handle Mm -hmm. uh you know when our kids are being disobedient in a black household, you know how we are. Yep. Whereas someone in a in a Hispanic or a white household may not do the same type of, you know, disciplining to their kids. Yep. You know what I'm that's saying? That's true. So that's something that you have to talk about. And I've had these talks in the past where I'm like, I'm not gonna hurt my kid like that, but I'm gonna definitely instill some fear into them. Like like listen, like I'm not your friend here. Like, <laughs> some fear. You gonna know what's up. Like I'm yes. dad at the end of the yes. day. I'm not your friend. I'm your dad. But you know, I, don't, I ain't saying beat your kids, <laughs> Let me repeat that. I ain't saying so, so, beat your kids. So what kids. you gonna get? You gonna get the belt or you gonna get the chancleta? <laughs> I'm gonna do neither. I'm gonna let Mama Deuce handle that. <laughs> but I'm gonna do honestly. I don't worry about that. But nah, li- seriously though. Um, we said these talks, and even as far as to the, st- the extent of if they get called, because by them, you know, being an offspring of mine, they're automatically black. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people are gonna notice that, and they're gonna mm-hmm. see their, you know, their tint and their complexion of, you know, who, of what race they are. Yeah. Right. So at some point, they could get called the N word, and I'm like, what do we do in a situation where our kid gets called that? 
And we used to get in arguments in my, my past relationship. We used to get in arguments about this little kid, about how do we handle that. Yes. And I'm going to speak for me. I told her straight up. I said, listen, I'm going to tell our kids straight up. If they have a problem, like, if they say that to them, you already know where dad stands. Go do what you got to do. Go handle your hand. Right. Right. Whereas mom, on the other hand, is like, I don't condone violence. I don't condone all this. Just walk away. Be the bigger person. That's easier said than done in that moment. And, and that's, easy, you know, my fault. And I, I hate, I don't mean to cut you off, but that's the thing when it comes to interracial relationships. Right. They're going to perceive it as, you know, as like, yo, when they call you the N word, just walk away. But you're Who's not black. That? You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And, and at the same time, you're not black to, to be able to say mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? You might be right. whatever race you are. And if you're not African American or black or African, whatever, and you say, yeah, just walk away. It's it's uh you don't want to get yourself in trouble just because they called you a name, right? But then it's like, bro, this this quote unquote name is mm-hmm. so deeply rooted with oppression and stuff like that that somebody who is black, we're gonna pop your ass. You talking some <laughs> shit? You know what yeah. I mean? And you just you just can't, you won't be able to understand it because you don't live in that kind of way. My kids ain't taking no shorts. <laughs> America know that right now. My kids ain't taking no shorts. <laughs> <laughs> but. Interracial relationships, in my opinion, thrive off of communication. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't, in, in the same way that you do, I don't discriminate against people of whatever color, creed, whatever that you have. Yeah. Um, my, my relationship in the past, I was with a Fino, uh, Filipino woman. And so with that relationship, it was cool between us. Mm-hmm. And, um, but when I was around the family, I felt the energy was a little different. Like, you know, when, like, they didn't come up obviously and be like, yo, yeah, Yeah. I ain't really fucking with you. And, like, you know, and when they talked to me, I really did, like, you know, they were nice people. I'm not taking none away. But that's that covert racism. You kind of, yeah, you kind of feel it inside, like, yeah, they not really vibing with me. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, now I'm with my, my lady now who's Dominican, and I'm Haitian. So with that, Same it is, it's still an interracial relationship, <laughs> but I got mad respect for the fact that we come from the same island. That's dope. But with that, I also have gone into like learning our history and you already he- be hearing like, yo, oh, Haitians and Dominicans don't really be vibing together. Yeah, right. yeah. And like, I'm like, yo, but we are a testimony that this shit really works. Yeah. And like when I'm with a family, it really worked. You know what I mean? So it's like, but that takes communication. We've got to where we are yeah. because we've seen similarities. I sit there and talk with a family and yeah. you know what I mean? So it can work. Yeah. It can work. But it takes a lot of work to get that shit off the ground. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. To, to like piggyback off what you're saying too, like another component I think of interracial relationships or relationships in general is like boundaries, you know? Right. Some, That's tough. There are people that just will not respect your boundaries and just, you know, convince you that you're overreacting and, you know, it's not like that. Like, you know, it's not that serious, but it is. And okay, so we're all black here, right? So we have experiences or, you know, mostly have had experiences with racism, right? So it's kind of like, I feel like the person you're dating in the interracial relationship, like, it's gonna kind of be a deal breaker if they are understanding or not and honoring your experience as a black person in America. Because being a black person in DR is gonna be different than being a black person in America, right? Right, right. So now for me, 
my family was brought over here and i know that they lived on plantations they were sharecroppers they mm. went through segregation my mom even was living in north carolina through segregation wow. and now me you That's know growing heavy. growing up in bloomfield like how i speak how i act i didn't have too many people coming up to me and ostracizing me you right. know right but being in an interracial relationship that's a little bit complicated because mm -hmm. the town we grow up in there have been like some of the white boys being like oh yeah sam like you look good you know trying to flirt whatever but they're not going to bring me home and I know that. Right. So that's like a, a conversation that needs to be had. But also, like, let's be real about it. Like, we're not going to like there's no need now in 2020 to sit here and pretend like there are people who are who are not racist because that's going on now, you know. And I think an important part is like establishing those boundaries and what is acceptable to say or do or whatever. And be like obvious about like the support you need and whatever it is you know because right. that's like the only way that your relationship is going to be successful and if your partner honors that and if they're listening to you then that's great but if not then that's not a healthy relationship because mm -hmm. right now a lot of people of color but specifically black people are being like gaslit into thinking like yeah. oh it's not that bad we had a black president but okay yeah. so now we're still kind of getting shit on mm -hmm. so that's like an important conversation to have and if your yeah. partner's not listening to that yeah. then that's not your partner really so Keith, so Buffalo, you know what i'm gonna say <laughs> oh my god what that's powerful shit right there, man. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. That's common. powerful. That's powerful stuff right there. No, what you just true. said. Yeah, it is true. Like, especially in the time that we're going through right now, I know there's people who are in interracial relationships, who are going through it, who have a black significant other, you know, a person of color, and they see what's going on. And can and can you help me in my time of need? You know, the awareness and stuff like that. That's cool if you put it up on social media, but what else are you doing and to help bring this, like yes. this country to where it needs to go? Like that's that? a whole different kind of talk. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I've seen yeah. too, like um, having conversations. Now this is my experience and I'm sure a lot, I don't know about you guys, but a lot of black people have had this experience. Now currently there are people who are not black reaching out like emotionally dumping, right? Yep. right. All of their, Oh, I think I experienced reverse racism and oh my gosh, like I know how you feel and this and that. Okay, like that's fine. But they don't ask how you're doing. They also don't ask, how can I support you? How can I help you? And that's not just this time right now, right? That we're experiencing with high intention in America. Like that's all the time throughout the relationship. That's always going to be there, especially if you're of a darker complexion. Right. It's very obvious that right. you have a salient identity of being a black person. Mm. So in your relationship, that's something that's going to have to be talked about regardless because it's not like how you guys mentioned earlier about having kids. Not every kid is going to come out light-skinned looking like Northwest. Right. Like some kids are going right. to come out that's looking facts. like Kinta Kinte. Okay? Right. So Straight up. that's something that, that needs to be addressed in a serious relationship at least. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I could say in my past, I was dating a half Puerto Rican, half Guatemalan, mm -hmm. and her family, they accept me right in. They still love me to this day. Mm -hmm. So I always appreciate that. Um, my only thing with it was just I felt like I truly tried to really get to understand the Puerto Rican lifestyle. You know, I tried to understand 
the Guatemalan lifestyle. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, if I'm going to be with you, I want to get to know. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know your tradition. I want to be a, like, not necessarily say I'm a part of it, but mm-hmm. I want to get a full understanding of, you know, who I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, and I'm full accepting of it, like you said. I'm not discriminating at all with that. Um, I think it's dope. And the Puerto Ricans are very accepting. I'm sure the Guatemalans are, too. I just never got the chance to go over there because they're going through catastrophe with an earthquake and stuff. So I don't know how they're doing now, but Puerto Rico's always going through it with stuff, too. But I got to go there last summer, and those people are phenomenal there. Um, you actually see Puerto Ricans, too. You don't get to hear it a lot, but a lot of Puerto Ricans out there, there's a section that looks just like we mm-hmm. do. They look just like us. Yeah. And I think it's pretty That's cool, crazy. and they, they, and they, they, they bring you in. But... That's my only thing, talk, though. my only issue is just that I felt like maybe to a degree, I felt like maybe she wasn't fully invested in wanting to know the black culture like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, I didn't really stress it at the time. But now I'm looking back, I'm like, I kind of wish that she did take a little more time to really get to know the black mm-hmm. culture and really try to really be fully in tune with it. Like, like I was with, you know, with both her cultures, you know, that's probably my only thing I'll say about it. Yeah. But her family never once you know shame me for being a black man um they showed me love so they treat me like i was their own son so mm-hmm. i thought it was dope and you that's don't see that everywhere but that helps with your relationship to a degree mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. that's one less thing you got to worry about when the family Absolutely. loves you like yeah. just for being who you are um i remember at the quinceanera they were dancing with me like it was no tomorrow they were showing me bachata and salsa i'm showing them to lean with it rock with it like that's love right there like, i love that i love that you know what i'm saying so you, i feel like we need more of that you know mm-hmm. so I'm never opposed to inter- interracial dating. I just feel that both parties need to be fully in tune with yep. both mm-hmm. cultures or however right. many cultures are within that relationship. Right. You know, like, you know, I feel like it makes the relationship go much further. Right. Mm-hmm. So, because I, I, like, real quick, though, I do want to address the other side of it. I do understand where people say that they want to keep their household black. You know what I mean? Keep it a stack. We all, we all black here. Like, they're, so to say... There is kind of like an agenda to break down the black family. So I understand where people on the other side and they're like, yo, we got to kind of keep our household black. But my vision is because I do have an interracial relationship. I believe that you can do that through the conversation. You know what I mean? So like understand that you do have black genes that run through you. Understand that we are a product of black people. You know what I'm saying? So like. That's if we continue to make that known, to bring that knowledge, bruh, we really gonna get to a different place. Yeah. And, and you're in, in a cool life, situation bro. too. I didn't mean to cut you off. You're in a cool situation where you're half Bohemian and half Dominican. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? Like, because people are always quick to want to make you be specifically one race when you're two. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how do you handle that? How do you go about that? I feel like for me growing up because a lot of most of my family members grew up in where we came from and then I grew up in America so it was like I didn't get to experience like my Hispanic culture like my family did and I you know I grew up speaking English and my family did grow up speaking fluent Spanish so it was hard for us to communicate and it still is because I'm I don't speak Spanish fluently (laughs) so it's just hard because you know, I want to be in touch with my Hispanic side, and um, so that's just been a struggle for me growing up in a biracial household. But yeah, so pretty much, you, you don't think you can teach me Spanish? Is what you're saying? I mean, I can understand <laughs> it, but I can't have a whole conversation with. But at the end of the day, 
is love there? Yeah. Could you say, oh, yeah. like, love is there? Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Okay. And right, my family cool. just wants me, like, they want us to learn Spanish. They want to learn okay, English. Good. So it's like, cool. there's there's that. There. It, there's yeah. a give and take. Yeah. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. In a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. Word, word, word. So, that's... I'm glad that we was able to, you know, touch on things that, you know, those um, controversial topics. Mm-hmm. But, like, kind of taking a step back, what are some red flags for your relationships in terms of, like, whether it be interracial or non-interracial, whatever, but yeah, just, what are, like, kind of, like, the red flags yeah, in past situations that you've been in, like, mm-hmm. for you, personally? Mm-hmm. I would say, for me, someone that isn't in control of their emotions someone Mm. that just acts like this on top of their emotions whatever it is and it's like that just shows me immaturity it's like you if something happens and it makes you angry then you just act on anger and it's like you can't control that and I can't do that like you need to be able to control your emotions when anything comes around in our relationship so for you is that like the only thing you're thinking of is anger because no, at least for me if I get upset like I'm gonna start crying yeah. you know it right. be so anything. that like bothers you also no I, I think like even if I cry like if I cry can you comfort me or does that make you uncomfortable you know what I'm saying okay. like I need mm-hmm. somebody even when I have emotions like can you comfort me if I'm mm-hmm. like over here crying my eyes out because some people they get uncomfortable when you're crying and they can't even they just stay over there like I'm gonna wait till you're done crying right. like no I yeah. need you to like sympathize with me some right people now. would be uncomfortable in, in, in with that moment like, right? in that moment yeah. I got you how yeah. about you Sam what's what's some red flags or if you you know just one specific red flag mm-hmm. if it's just one um, that triggers you at least from past relationships or situations that you've been in that you know moving forward that you definitely address in that moment yeah like i mean i think that would be another thing that you said about maybe not so much like controlling their emotions but just like how can you support someone else if they're having an emotional breakdown because let's be real like a lot of people don't talk about it but they have depression they have anxiety they have ptsd and like there's a lot of people you could say that and they might listen to you that's fine but how are they going to support you as your partner and if you don't have that support that's something that's major and traumatic that you can go through if you don't have that support then where's the foundation of the relationship going you know what i mean so i think that's big for me noticing someone how they respond to that yeah and even like i might not even be having like and you know you might not be able to physically see like i'm upset but mm-hmm. if I'm saying something to you, yep. what is your response to that? Just to just be like, oh wow, that's crazy. Because I've had yeah. that yeah. before. Like, that's I've how you know people before. aren't really listening. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. Like, oh, wow. When I that's say that's right. crazy, like exactly. two, three times, I done tuned you out. I'm that's, just being that's, honest. And that's messed just up. Being honest. But like I've don't had that do experience. That. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't talk, do that. talking to somebody and they're like, wow, that's crazy. I'm just like, did you even hear what like, I said? All you like, had to right. say? Yeah, yeah, so that's okay. how you know that person is not for you. But also, I think, like, how I mentioned before about honesty, like, somebody who's going to tell you the truth and not lie to you if you ask them something. Because yeah. then, I mean, I think trust and being honest with someone is the another part of, like, the foundation of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So if you don't mm-hmm. have that, then is how strong is your relationship? Like, how can you talk about in-depth things like we've been talking about regarding right, racism, regarding, right. like, you know, bringing someone home to, to meet your significant other or, you know, whatever it may be. Like, these are important things that have to be addressed within a relationship. So 
I would say those are the two biggest things for me because those are the two things that are most salient for me. And like, of course, like, you know, mental health, like I just mentioned, is not as visible. You can't always see that about someone, but that eventually comes out when you start having conversations. Like, those are the two most important to me. Right, 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 right. How about you, brother? I I knew it was coming around, of course. Yeah, it's your turn. But I would say for me, like, things that are red flags are you truly family oriented right Mm -hmm. because i come from an area where family means everything to me so i got a little brother uh, i got a you know older brother whatever and i got my mother my father and it's kind of like do i want them to continuously see women come through the house come through the house and it's like okay she's just another one right (laughs) And I don't want to kind of reset that relationship. I don't want we my are brother. Men of God, we are men of God. <laughs> we don't do that, <laughs> right? But I don't want to kind of make that relationship. Like I said, having a sibling, having a younger sibling at that, yeah. it's kind of like you're a role model in a sense. So I don't want to portray that like, yo, bringing mad girls over the crib mm-hmm. is something is something that's dope. Right. I was gonna say someone like you want someone that you can bring. It, anywhere right like you can't yeah. bring everybody around everybody right yeah. that's what i'm saying can i right? bring you to my family's cookout mm-hmm. can i bring you to the church exactly right so like so like being that i set those guidelines off rip mm-hmm. it's yeah. like yo the next person and i i consciously said that to myself mm-hmm. i consciously said that i was like yo the next person i bring to my house because it was like i brought one strike one Brought two, that was strike two. Right. The next one I bring, <laughs> that's yo, that's it. Like, I can't strike out. No, yo, yo, yo. And if I do, I'm not gonna hold you. If I do strike out, and I know I won't because of who I have. Come on. But like, Talk yeah, come on. Come on. My guy got but, a winner. My guy has a the winner. Next, but I said that to myself consciously before I even got into that relationship. Yeah. It was like the next person I bring around my family. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm not yeah. doing all of this shit. Otherwise, I'm going to fuck with you, but you don't even think you're coming to see my moms or my pops or whatever. Wow. Don't even think that. And another thing, don't even families think that. get attached, man. I've been yes, in a and that's what my I'm saying. Are, families get attached. My nephews yes. are like six, eight years old, and they get attached so yes, easily. If yes. I bring somebody and they playing with kids, yeah. like, if they yeah, playing with I'm my nephews, saying. like, my nephews get attached. So, that kind at, of, point, at some point, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, nah, go ahead, go ahead. But at some point, it's funny you say that. It's like... God forbid the relationship goes in a different direction. You start no longer coming to that household anymore. Those, they're going to be like, yo. nieces are going to be like, so-and-so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. And it's like, it's you say that. do yeah. I want to, because I, like I said, when you have a sibling and a younger sibling at yeah. that, mm-hmm. you consciously say, do I want to portray that to them? Right. Because you got to think about their development, yeah. right? And it's like, yo, I got a younger sibling. It's like, yo, should he bring women and women multiple women over the crib but I'm glad whole time you, you don't that. know what love is but i'm glad yeah. you said whole time that. i'm glad you said that because that's another thing people forget it's like yeah i'm in a relationship with it's me and you but now families are tied into it so people always want to be quick to say oh the family has nothing to do with the relationship that's yeah. false it At, bro it yeah. does you want to admit it, it or does. not whether you like they're in your business or not they're a part of the relationship as well yep. they mm-hmm. play a part in that and, and i'm gonna speak for me a big red flag for me was with family with my last relationship was the fact that again going back to alluding when i first brought up the topic of what i value in a relationship being a priority over time i felt that i wasn't a priority because 
two years ago, it's funny, yesterday was the anniversary of my parents um, when they had their kidney transplant. My mom gave my mom, uh, my dad. That's real love kidney. right there. Because you don't find, normally find that because normally spouses love. aren't matches for that. And you have to be within the bloodline to be able to be a match. That's crazy. I'll never forget this. Um, when my mom was going through that procedure to give my dad her kidney, mm. I'm working like the, the, the graveyard shift at that time. My sister didn't have a license, so she's not driving. So after I'm done with work, I'm immediately driving my sister and myself over to the hospital. See, both mm -hmm. my parents were laid up after having surgery. Mm -hmm. And my previous significant other wasn't there, but was mad that we weren't getting enough quality time. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. come spend time with us at the hospital. The know? focus or, is this. You know? you know what I mean? It like, kind of like the focus is kind of like off of, so to say, y'all relationship right now. It's y'all parents. Your right, father is like, going through some shit. Right, and man. I'm like, and, 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 and that's the focus and, and, right and, now. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and my thing with that was, okay, yes, you want to spend quality time with me. I'm fine with that, but understand the circumstances that we're going right. through right now. You don't realize you could be having quality time with me by just being there Yo. for support for not just my for me. That's major. But for my parents and people miss not that. seeing that was a major red flag for me, and I was just like, I tried to brush it off. Like, like yeah, it bothered me a lot, but I just tried to brush off because I'm like, my feelings really in tune with this girl, and I'm just like. I want to make this shit work. Mm -hmm. And moving forward into the next relationship, it's just like, listen, if you're not fully in tune with both my family and myself the way I am with your family and you, mm -hmm. then I, I can't be with you because that, that really bothered me. And, and But I just kind of just dealt with it. I kind of just put right. it under a rock and just dealt with it. And I'm just like... What well, we normally you know, do. Yeah. But it's you like your saying? feelings get so... In, you know, get so in tune and tied up with that person that you right. kind of almost dismiss it. And I think that's something that we need to address with our, within ourselves is that don't dismiss the red flags. I think you need to address them spot on because you're worried about hurting the other person's feelings. No, mm. bring it up to your significant other. Bring mm -hmm. it up that that bothers you. Regardless of how they react to it, that's their business. If they can't realize that that's wrong and that it bothers you and they can't sympathize with you or empathize with you for that, then they're not the one for you. You mm -hmm. know, and, and yeah. it sucks. I think we always feel like we need to put their feelings first. But at times, you need to put yourself, your feelings first. Mm -hmm, and absolutely. we forget that when you're so in tune and, and you're in love with that person and stuff like that. And it's especially myself included. I need to work on that. Because when I'm all in, I'm all in with my girl. Mm -hmm. But I need to work on that where it's like, if you're not all in with me the way I am with you, then this can't work. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that, that was my biggest red flag that I, right. I, I experienced. So, like, that being said, what is something like, you know, you know what you want somebody to bring to the table. Yeah. You know what somebody, like, you want from somebody else, you know? So what is something that, like, you are going to bring? Because it's a two-way street. It is. We can't simply just sit here and be like, yo, you got to do this, you got to do this, right? So what is it that, like, Keith is going to ask from himself to bring to so-and-so? What is Becca going to say? What is Sam going to say? What is Suave going to say? So you know what I'm saying? In order to bring to the table. Go ahead, Becca. Go for it. Um... Like I said, I think, like, friendship is just a really big thing. Like, I mm. think that no matter what, I'm going to be that friend for you in a relationship. Like, right. when you're going through something, I'm going to be able to sympathize with you. Because I'm a loyal friend. Like, I'm a lover. I love so hard. And that mm. can be a blessing and a curse. Right. Like, yeah, I just I go hard for people that I love. Mm -hmm. And that's just something that I think I bring to the table. And another thing, like, I think that, like, I'm... I'm going to push you to be the best version of yourself, but you have to want it in yourself, mm -hmm. whatever that is that you want. Like, But I'm going to be there to push you and be a, your accountability partner. Right. Like, that's something that I I think that I could bring to the table. Right. Like, 
what you're saying? I like kind of going off of what you're saying, like pushing someone. Um, I think for me, like I know that I bring. If I want something, like I'm gonna go after it, and like mm. that's it. Period. Yeah. So right now, like I knew I wanted to get my master's. Mm -hmm done i'm gonna get my phd talk that's gonna be done on. you know what talk i mean so we got educated women on this joint you heard stop playing with them you heard no, that, and that's like a goal that i have and some people they're not gonna be on my caliber right. and that like i can't do anything about that you know so that i know that's something that i bring like i have the drive to know despite like whatever mental health challenges i might be going through like i'm gonna get what it is that I want done, it's gonna get done. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. And also like, I'm so big on honesty, like I kept saying. So any of you guys could ask me a question, I'll answer it, boom. Like I don't have a problem doing that. Right. But it, it these are things that I'm bringing that like, I would bring that and I, I wouldn't ask someone else to bring that if I'm not going to have that same energy. You know what I mean? Right. So if somebody else, like, if I'm not going to be honest, I'm not going to expect some guy to be just as honest, you know, if I'm out here lying. Like, that's just hypocritical and it's not realistic, you know? But if these are things that I'm currently, like, trying to work on, trying to improve within myself, like, trying to build on, this is a goal that I have for myself, then I think it's more than fair to expect that of myself and expect that of someone else and i'm not saying like everybody's gonna be out here getting a phd like me yeah. like but that's just something i know that i could bring and right. i'm never gonna waver from that right, right. so i think the, these are things that like people can depend on me for okay and also how you said like being a loyal person like i go so hard like for my friends yeah. to the point where it might be a little extra yeah. and but i wouldn't like expect anything less from somebody who's gonna be my partner like I would expect them to like protect me a hundred percent like and have my back a hundred percent and powerful. there's been times where I felt like that was not the case and it wasn't the case and that's yeah. like really heartbreaking you know yeah. so that's something that I would bring okay those are you? three things I'll stop there <laughs> uh -huh. I can mean, you stick to one <laughs> yeah for myself I think I can stick to one if not two but like I would say bring it to the table, bring acceptance, dog. Mm -hmm. Like, have them, like, understand that none of us are, so to say, perfect, right? Mm -hmm. right. But they bring their baggage, and you bring yours, too. Don't think you flawless. Okay. Right. Bring your baggage, too. But, like, yo, that's what this whole relationship is about. Can I accept you for who you are, and then you accept me for who I am? Mm -hmm. You got to bring that. Not only that. I understand that in terms of my woman, she appreciates the fact that like, yo, I'm always trying to better myself. Mm -hmm. If she corrects me on something, if she criticizes me on something, it's constructive. And constructive means it builds something, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, she's telling me something that needs to build me into a better man that I could be. Simply, I can't be who I am if it wasn't for her, right? Or else what do I need her for, right? So... That being said, that's what I bring to the table as well. We talk about shit. We bring things to the table. You tell me what I could do to be a better stand. And I tell you what you could be to be a better woman mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. Right? And so I think that's what, what it truly is all about. Because every day you either get better or you get worse. 
personally and what you do for your relationship. Mm -hmm. So if you're getting better, that is all you got. You got to give tribute to the mm -hmm. person that you're with, because yeah. when they call you on that, then it's like, yo, I'm going to get I'm going to get better. You know what I mean? Because if I get if I don't really care what they say, then mm -hmm. I'm going to get worse. So what I attribute to the relationship is open-mindedness. Listen to what she has to deal with because people are vulnerable. Mm -hmm. They allow themselves to be more transparent. So I'm going to accept you for who you are. And I'm going to tell you how you could grow from being this person before I met you and being up here now that we're together. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's what a relationship's about. It's about sharing in mm -hmm. that kind of sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. That's why I, I I make sure I bring that. Because if I don't bring that, then I don't really fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. period. If I'm not bringing that, then I know that this is a one-time thing and then see you later. But yeah. otherwise, yeah. Um, so for me, I'm going to give you all two things real quick. So I feel like what I lacked in, I'll be honest, I felt like um, I tried to be, you know, open and vulnerable with my previous relationship. And I felt that, um, to a degree, my insecurities came out. And I felt like they weren't actually protected. They were more so kind of used as ammo. That's a big thing for men. Big thing. Insecurity. And then they wonder why. And then they wonder why we get back to not communicating as much, kind of you know, to ourselves and mm -hmm. not being expressive and not being emotional creatures right. with stuff. And that's something that you know, unfortunately, that I had to go through. But. I'm hopeful that in the next relationship that I build on that and get better with. Yeah. But one thing that I can attest to that I feel personally after my last relationship is that I think that I bring to the table is I'm hubby material. <laughs> Straight up. I mean, I mean, it's in the most confident and, and positive and ladies take notes. Way. <laughs> if like, they not like keys, keys, you don't want them. <laughs> I, I, literally like, I, I try my best with my financial situations and everything. I'm going all out for you as best as I can. You want a Louis V bag? Listen, it, it, it sounds crazy, but I'll put it in my way. budget. I'm gonna find a way. Listen, if I gotta pick up a second job like the way that I did right. last year, right, and that right. I'm currently gonna do now, I'm gonna keep stacking up and saving because I know my lady wants that. And over time, you might not get it right then and there when you want it, but I'm like, right. I know my girl been talking about it. I want to get that to her. That's solid. And I just That's hate solid. sometimes, you know, sometimes that you know. You, your partner might get impatient, but that's what I'm into. Like, my, my woman wants this. I want to provide for my lady. Like, I know and feel in my heart that I know that I'm helping material. Like, I know I'm going to be a provider for you. I know that you have my back 110%. I'm defending you. Um, not call you a trophy, but, you're like, you're, like, I put you up to such a high pedestal. Like, mm -hmm. you have to be near close to my mother type of thing <laughs> where it's like, listen, I'm all in for you. So, mm -hmm. I think that I realized in my last relationship that... I can be on that caliber. Like, you know, I, I do want to have kids one day, so I know that I can be hubby material. And I just need that that special lady to just meet me halfway, you know? So, Word. hey. I'm truly appreciative of the fact that, like, we only three episodes in, mm -hmm. Liquor Logic. We are able to do what we have done in order to bring people on to understand the fact that, like, we're having conversations that, like, many people, whether they feel are too sensitive to have mm -hmm. or they feel that, like, yo, I don't know many people around me to have that kind of talk. Yeah. But we come from an area that is not so far off from where whoever's watching is like, yo, I'm from there, too. Mm -hmm. 
And so what I'm going on to say is that like, yo, all you got to do is either reach out to other people to get that kind of perspective. If not, it's like, yo, understand that you are powerful. Understand that you have things to add to whether it be a relationship or whatever, whatever relationship that you have. Like I said, you have friendships, family, and you have significant others. So you can add to that. And I'm just glad that we were able to add to this conversation. We have two beautiful women, two educated, two smart women who were able to add to the conversation as me and Keese do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not just hearing from Suave and Keese, but yo, you're hearing from two women out here that are out here doing a thing, baby. (laughs) And don't ever, don't ever let anybody, because I'm so tired of this, don't ever let somebody try to diminish what we know at this point in time because they always quickly say that we're young we're babies oh y'all right. haven't lived life no i don't want to hear that mm-hmm. we've all had different experiences with life now yeah, with right. love and stuff like that right so we're getting there we're getting there absolutely Obviously, we're not gonna be the same level as someone who's in their 40s or their 50s mm-hmm. but we're getting there so don't ever let somebody who's ahead of time with you try to diminish what you've experienced or have accomplished or anything like that don't mm-hmm. listen to none of that keep doing what y'all ladies are doing absolutely I, I, i'm thankful that y'all both came and showed up Y'all gave us y'all perspective. Get that woman perspective. You know, pop, woman empowerment. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And uh, I'm going to close like we always do. Stay blessed. Never stress. Because stress ain't going to get y'all nowhere. Ladies, thank y'all for coming. I appreciate you. Rebecca and Sam, thank y'all for coming. And hey, like we always do. Y'all with water. water.